Welcome to the Best Coach Ever podcast. I'm your host, Lynette Marie, an online business mentor and social media expert to online coaches and totally obsessed with helping women win in life and business. After spending over seven years in the online fitness coaching industry and scaling my own fitness coaching business to multiple six figures, I fell in love with something new, helping women build their own businesses online. And to date, I've helped hundreds of women scale their own online coaching businesses to massive success. Each week in this podcast, I'll be sharing how you can be the best coach ever, which isn't just about being a good coach to your clients, by the way. It's about knowing how to run your business like the successful CEO you aspire to be. It's also about learning to run a business in a way that gives you the best life ever and your clients the best results ever. And lastly, it's about being the best, happiest version of yourself that you can be inside and out. Also in the best coach ever podcast, I'll be sharing the business strategies, mindset hacks, and life lessons I've learned in my own entrepreneurial journey and sharing interviews with industry leaders with expert advice in leveling up your health mindset and business. So if you're ready to be the best coach ever and learn to build the life and business of your dreams, come dive into the best coach ever podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Best Coach Ever podcast and to today's episode. I was recently going through some of my podcast episodes um, and like starting a few of them off just to hear what the start of them sounded like. And I realized, oh my God, I start all of my podcasts exactly the same. (laughs) Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Best Coach Ever podcast and back to today's episode, whatever. Anyway, so the reason I was going through some of my podcast episodes recently is because I had a team member this week say, Lynette, do you have a podcast episode about niching down? And I was like, of course I have a podcast episode about niching down. That's like one of the most basic tenets of what I believe as a business owner across the board. Of course I have a podcast episode about niching down. And she was like, okay, well, where is it? <laughs> and turns out I do not believe that I have a podcast episode specifically about niching down or if we should niche or how we're supposed to do it. Uh, I don't think I've had one. And if I have, it's been a very long time. The podcast has been around now for about two years. And I just got tired of scrolling back to see if an episode like this had been created. So we're going to really quickly talk about the topic of niching down, which is kind of a, a beginner topic, if you will. I know a lot of people who listen to me are not necessarily beginners, but a lot of you also are. And you're in that space of wanting to, um, start an online coaching business or further the success of yours, whatever the case may be, this is going to be a podcast episode that anybody in an online coaching business is going to benefit from. Because even if you are what you would consider niched down, like you are in a specific sector of your industry, chances are you may not be as niched as you should be in 2023. And we will talk about that a bit as well. Um, But let's just dive right in. By the way, if you're the person who says niche, I'm about to irritate you a lot on this podcast episode. I just, something about niche feels very pretentious and it's fine. It's totally fine if you say niche. My brain forces me to say niche. So if that's going to bother you, I am sorry. (laughs) And also take a shot of water every time I say the word niche because you're going to be really hydrated by the end of this episode. So... But okay, let's talk about niching down. And first, let's talk about what that is. So when I say niching down or telling you to niche down in your, you know, in your coaching business, what I really mean is that you narrow your scope of practice to a specific um, 
group of customers based on either certain characteristics uh, or like demographics, uh, specific problems that they face, specific struggles, things of that nature, really just narrowing down your focus of who you help and how you help them, right? So when I first started coaching as a fitness coach online, I really helped anybody. Like I was like, I help women, but I also help men. I can help you lose weight or I can help you gain weight. I can help you build muscle. I can help you lose fat. I can help you reverse diet. I can help you have a healthy and safe pregnancy, right? Like I really helped everybody. Um, I was completely unniched. And in my mind, I thought that was smart because I was like, well, if I'm niched, I'm going to exclude a bunch of people and I'm going to like not have as big of a market to sell to. So doesn't it make sense to be more generalized? Plus, I think I kind of liked working with a variety of people like that felt kind of exciting for me. And so, yeah, it just seemed backwards to me to niche down at that time. Um, I was wrong, (laughs) but that's really what niching down is. So when you hear coaches talk about that, that's really what they mean, right? So even for me now as a business coach, I am not just a business coach to anybody. I am a business coach to aspiring new and established online health, fitness, wellness coaches who are wanting to build a brand on social media and get clients online. That is specifically who I help. I don't just help any health and fitness experts. I don't just help any health and fitness brands. I don't help uh, health and fitness coaches who work like in person. Like I don't help build like in-person gyms or anything like that. I specifically help health and wellness coaches who want to get clients online specifically through social media. So I'll talk about niching down, uh, and I've talked about it many times before in like webinars I've done or on Instagram, and I'll have people ask me like, do I really need to niche down? And honestly, in my opinion, in this day and age, if you want to stand out online, then yes, I think you do need to niche down. If you're selling online, I think you need to niche down. Honestly, even if you have like an in-person business, I think it benefits you to niche down. But yes, I honestly think that in this day and age, you need to niche down who you are focused on marketing to and who you are focused on helping if you want to be successful online. And here's the thing. This is not just like me trying to ruin all your fun or like stifle you or throttle you or prevent you from working with a bunch of different types of people. Like I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> I know people feel like, well, I just like can't niche because I, I want to work with a bunch of different type of people. Totally get that. Here's the thing. It's just that when it comes down to it, Unniched people, people without a niche who are just kind of like general fitness coaches who help tons of different types of people are going to struggle to stand out online or compete with people who are niched or really specialized. Let me say that again. If you are not niched in 2023, if you are not specialized in something in 2023 in your online coaching business, you are going to struggle to stand out online or compete with those who are specialized. And let me just kind of explain that. So again, niching down is really like choosing one sector of your industry to focus on, whether that's um, uh, specifically solving one specific problem for people, like maybe the problem you solve is like, I help women overcome PCOS or I help women lose weight through PCOS, right? Like that one major problem, or you help you know, a client with a specific set of problems uh, for one specific group of people. Uh, For example, maybe you help... um, you know, moms who have kids under the age of two um, lose weight through a like time management approach and workouts in under 30 minutes and uh, eating healthy without having to track, right? Regardless, either of those are going to be kind of specialized and um, niched down, if you will, right? So that's, again, what niching down really looks like is really just choosing like one sector of your industry or one specific type of person or one specific set of problems to solve 
And here's, again, why we really want to niche down, why this is going to benefit you as an online coach. So these days, if you're trying to sell online, and if you're currently trying to sell online, you're going to probably agree with me. One of the biggest battles in being able to effectively sell online is simply just like getting seen and noticed first and foremost, like actually being seen and noticed by your audience. I'm sure that I could be hitting a nerve here when I say that like a lot of coaches who are offering stuff online, they just feel invisible. They feel like their audience doesn't see them or isn't paying attention, isn't reading their content, um, or if their audience is seeing their content, reading their stuff, whatever, that their audience is just not taking action on it. And that's likely because you don't have their attention, right? Here's the thing. There is just so much content out there these days, and people have so much content to to kind of choose to observe these days that people are really, when they're getting on Instagram or they're getting on Facebook, most people are just skimming content these days, right? We're just scrolling and we're kind of looking for stuff that might stand out to us, uh, that might grab our attention. And you know what that stuff is? You know what the kind of stuff is that actually does grab attention for people? Stuff that lands with them, stuff that um, really hits close to home for them, right? And that's going to be either stuff that they really enjoy seeing, stuff that is kind of like maybe we'll say like clickbait that like is saying some sort of really polarizing thing that kind of like draws something out of them or or has an emotional response to them. Um, Or it's going to be things that are like things that they are really specifically curious about or have been wondering about, right? Like educational content that talks about something they're curious about that they literally have been Googling themselves, right? Or it's going to be content that feels like it was written just for them, right? Like someone expressing some emotions or some experiences that the reader is like, holy smokes, like I feel exactly like that, or I've been exactly there, right? This is the kind of content that we actually pay attention to these days, right? No one gets on their Instagram feed and reads every post that comes up, not a chance. No one goes on TikTok or on Instagram and reads or Facebook or any of them and just reads every post that comes up. No, we don't do that, right? Our time is so valuable. There are millions of pieces of content. So our brain is going to automatically just look for the ones that resonate with us the most. And so if you are a general fitness coach and your content has to be kind of general so that it lands with kind of everybody, how are you going to be creating content that deeply resonates with somebody if, if your content has to stay kind of vague or kind of general in order to reach everybody that you're trying to reach? right? And I think about this. I remember back when I was a fitness coach at the very beginning of my journey, it's like one day I would talk about reverse dieting. So I was like, well, I want to hit the reverse dieting people. And then another day I would want to talk about building muscle because I wanted to hit the muscle building people. And then another day I would want to talk about like losing weight as a a pregnant woman or as a postpartum woman because I wanted to hit the postpartum people. And so like I might have like specific pieces of content to an individual for a day, but as a whole, Nobody could really land on my content at that time and scroll through and be like, oh my gosh, everything Lynette says really resonates because I wasn't really niched down to anybody. I wasn't making content that was specifically landing with one type of person. It's like every post was just a bit, and you know, and honestly, more of it was just general. Like I would just make posts about like, what are macros? And like, should I do macros? Or I would just make a lot of content about myself and my journey which people might be kind of curious about, but none of that content is going to like seriously stop the scroll of one type of person repeatedly. And if we want to sell online, that's what we need to be doing. We need, you know, one type of person or really, you know, just people who are stopping for our content often because our content consistently, consistently specifically lands with them and that's just going to be exposure to them over and over and over about who we are, what we do, and how we can help them. That's when you start to make sales. 
is when somebody has been following you for a while, they feel like everything you say is exactly what they've been wanting to hear, needing to hear. It's providing many solutions for them that they've been looking for. And you just become kind of that go-to person for them online because everything you post resonates deeply with them. Can you see why that would eventually lead to that person hiring you versus if you wanted to say really generalized and just posting generic fitness content that could kind of apply to anybody, right? Can you see how that would start to just slip under the radar because no one is stopping their scroll for that? Because they're not. Like I said, like there's so much content out there these days that what people are actually paying attention to, what is going to actually grip somebody is when content really deeply lands with them, right? So when I suggest niching down and I suggest like really specializing uh, your page and, and focusing your marketing to a very specific, you know, ideal client avatar, uh, a specific person with specific needs and sets of problems and a specific goal. When I suggest that you do this and when you sp- and suggest you specialize into something, it's not because I'm trying to ruin your fun or like exclude a whole bunch of people for you. It's because I want your content to be noticed by and resonate deeply with someone enough for them to pay attention long enough to you to be able to decide to hire you because that's typically how it goes. People who hire me, they typically will find, you know, my Instagram or they'll start paying attention to my Instagram because they'll start to realize like, oh, dang, like a lot of what Lynette's saying is really, it really makes sense to me. It like really lands for me. It's like answering questions that I can't seem to find answers to online. It's like she like knows what I'm Googling every day, right? Then that's when they start to pay attention to me is when my content is hitting such specific nerves for them that they're like, wow, this is crazy. It's like Lynette's in my brain. Then they start paying attention to it more and more because now they have this expectation that like Lynette makes good content. And whenever she makes content, I always really like it. And then they're paying more and more attention. And when I start to make offers or I talk about, you know, FCBA or whatever, they're just so much more likely to buy because they've had that buildup of like learning to know, like, and trust me, realizing that I seem to have the very specific solution that they have been looking for. And that's going to make them choose me as a coach over a billion other business coaches out there. And for you to do that for somebody specifically online, for you to create content that lands super specifically with someone to where they feel like, oh my gosh, where has this person been all of my life? That's what's going to make them buy from you. So really niching down and specializing to really speaking to one specific person or one specific community or one specific set of problems is what's going to make you stand out online. And since our biggest battle in online coaching these days and our biggest battle um, in really just being seen is, is the battle for attention, the battle of actually having people notice us. We have to do whatever it takes to really be noticed. I mean, you know, within reason. Don't t- nobody take your tops off or anything, but like we 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 want to get attention and specializing will get attention. Niching down will get attention from people. Um the deep kind of attention that we're, that is required for selling coaching. The other awesome benefit to niching down is that it actually makes marketing and creating content a lot easier because it just creates a much more narrow scope for your content, right? When I realized that I wanted to be an online business coach specifically for like female, uh, new and aspiring online health and fitness coaches who wanted to use social media to build their online coaching business, that really cleared a lot of fog for me of what I should be talking about online. Because now it's like, okay, 
well, I want to be talking specifically to online health and wellness coaches. So I want to use language that would call to them. I want to talk to coaches who are wanting to use social media and are probably really stuck around like Instagram or Facebook um, and want to know how to use those platforms better to sell. And I want to talk to people who want to specifically sell online coaching. So I know I can just talk about what it takes to sell online coaching, right? It just helps focus my content and my marketing so much more clearly and give me way better focus on what I should even be talking about online rather than if I was like, okay, I'm just like a general business coach. What should I talk about today? It's like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I I guess maybe I could talk about business legalities today. And then maybe tomorrow I'll talk about what it takes to open a brick and mortar business. And then the next day I'll talk about, you know, expanding your email list. It's like, There's just like so many topics. It's so vague. It would be so hard to really understand what to be making content about. So niching down really gives you that benefit as well of like, honing in your marketing strategies um, because you're you're really talking to a specific person with a s- specific set of problems and a specific goal. So um, if we're going to talk, though, about like how do we niche down, um, you know, big picture, I mean, my first thought is, you know, well, think about the kind of person that you want to work with and the kind of person that you could get the best result for. I do find often that it ends up being a past version of us, right? When I was a fitness coach, uh, who my ideal client ultimately ended up being was a gal who struggles with like emotional eating, binge eating, falling off track every weekend, could never lose weight because of these issues, right? And that was a previous version of me that those are things I specifically struggled with in my past. And once I learned how to overcome them, I felt so confident in being able to help somebody through that process as well, or at least I felt like I I could relate to that person and I knew what they needed. I knew what would be helpful for them, right? And so that ended up being who I decided I wanted to market to because I felt like I know that person better than any other version of a fitness person and that's who I feel the most confident in helping. That being said, your ideal client doesn't have to be a past version of you. It just tends to kind of be an easy go-to. Um, but really, your ideal client just needs to be someone that you feel confident in helping, right? Somebody um, with a specific set of problems or a specific uh, set of goals that you're like, yeah, that's something I'm comfortable with. I feel like I could definitely help that person with that, right? I'm thinking about... Um, you know, some friends of mine who are coaches, um, one of them is a mom of two kids. And, you know, what she has specialized into is helping moms with kids um, manage their schedule, you know, be able to fit in workouts and healthy eating without having to like go super crazy or like do six workouts a week or, you know, feel like her workouts are always, you know, taken away because of her schedule or her kids or or like the busyness of life, right? That's something that she has mastered herself that she has gotten really good at as a mom of two kids. uh, And as with a background in like health and fitness, that's just what she feels really confident in. And so that's what she's decided to niche down into, you know? But when I'm working with my clients, you know, one of the first steps that we take really in niching down is just asking, um, you know, I ask them who would be an ideal client for you? Like if you could just work with like 10 of these people who would that ideal client be, right? Would it be moms? Would it be moms who are freshly unpregnant and are looking to, you know, heal their core muscles? Or would it be moms of young kids who are looking to like fit health and fitness back into their their lifestyle or like, you know, kind of reclaim their identity as a, a person outside of being a mom? Or would you want to work with like past athletes, previous athletes who, you know, had a huge structure with workouts and and all of that when they were in college. And now that they're out of college, they're just kind of like rapidly gaining weight now that they're no longer in a sport or or whatever the case may be. Or do you want to help women who struggle with restrictive diets, who, um, you know, are obsessed with like fad diets or feel like they have to be counting calories perfectly or else, 
you know, they're, they're just completely failing. And I will say this, that you don't always have, your niche is not always necessarily a specific um, demographic in the sense that it doesn't have to be like moms or like women under 30 or women over 30. Sometimes it's a specific set of problems, right? Like again, who I worked with was not a specific age demographic or like moms versus not being moms. I worked with women who struggled with emotional eating, binge eating, um, a lot of emotional issues around food. They felt like they couldn't stay on, on plan with a diet for long enough to see results because of these emotional issues, right? So I really helped women with a specific set of problems rather than honing in on like a specific type of woman, if that makes sense. But regardless, start thinking to yourself, like, what would be the ideal client for me that would be the person that I would enjoy helping, would be the person that I feel like I could get the best result for because it's just where I feel like I have the most knowledge in, you know, the the health and wellness space, if that's really the space that you're in. And then once you really start mapping out who that person is, get it more specific with, okay, well, what does this person really struggle with? Like what is hard for them right now? And I might even write this down if you can write this down somewhere, because this will help guide content for you. But ask yourself, like, where is this person right now? What is life like for them? What are their struggles like? What are they struggling with? Where did they feel stuck? Uh, What have they tried that hasn't worked? What are they afraid of at this point? What are, you know, what's really holding them back? Um, as well as asking yourself, okay, what does this person want? Like, where do they want to be? What are their goals? What would they love to have for themselves? What do they want to have, be, feel, become, whatever, right? What What do they want more than anything? Um, as well as asking yourself things like, you know, like, what, what are they venting about to their friends? Like, what is just so frustrating for them? What are they up at night Googling, wanting answers about, right? Um, clarifying all of these things is going to really help you have a clear picture of who your ideal client is so then that you can better market to them, right? Because if you know your ideal client, if you're like, look, I know my ideal client is, you know, a mom with kids under the age of five who has a crazy hectic life and a crazy hectic schedule. She can barely ever fit time in for herself to like sleep or like put on makeup, let alone work out or like prep healthy meals for herself. I know that more than anything, she just wants to lose the 20 pounds that she still has lingering from her pregnancy and she wants to get you know, into the best shape of her life, but she just feels like she can't because of her busy schedule, because something always comes, like, you know, gets in her way and she feels really stuck. She's tried fad diets and they never seem to work for her. And she's just feeling so frustrated and at the end of her rope and she doesn't know what else to do to get to where she wants to be. If, that, if you know that much about your ideal client, I mean, from that sentence I just said, I could come up with about 20 pieces of content on the spot, 20 pieces of Instagram content that, or Facebook content or whatever, that would specifically call to that woman, that would feel like it was created specifically for her, offering mini solutions, or even just like empathy for the position that she's in, which is of course going to get her attention. And so if you're making content like that consistently, she's going to start remembering you. You're going to start standing out to her more than other creators online, other coaches online. And that's the whole thing. We want to be the person that our ideal client out there is paying the most attention to so that when we go to pitch and promote our offers, they choose us over other coaches or they have that trust built with us that they feel like, you know what, I've been following her for a long time. I really trust who she is and what she says she can do. Everything she says just like really aligns with what I need and what I'm looking for. So I'm going to hire this coach because of that, right? And that's ultimately what niching down is going to provide for you. Obviously, there's a lot more that goes into selling online. There's like marketing and sales and, you know, program structure, and there's a million other things. But niching down is a huge piece of being, you know, 
we could say irresistible online to standing out online, to have being noticed online so that you stop being invisible to people, that people stop just glazing past your content and not paying attention because it's not really saying anything to anybody specifically, right? We're going to stop all of that when we specialize into a specific industry or specific sector of the, you know, wellness industry um, and start speaking to really, you know, really specific people specifically. So that's my pitch for niching down. (laughs) This is something, again, that I help my clients with inside of the Fitness Coaching Business Accelerator. I have actually um, like several trainings on niching down, developing out who your ideal client is, creating a content strategy around who your ideal client is that's like literally designed to draw them in, get them, you know, knowing you, trusting you, liking you so that they're able to buy from you. It's a huge part of what I help my Fitness Coaching Business Accelerator clients with which is open for enrollment right now if you're listening to this with a pretty sweet bonus. Uh, You're definitely going to want to check that out because that bonus is not going to last. In fact, I think it will be gone about a week from today after this podcast episode drops, maybe a week and a half. Um, But you are going to want to check that out. So if you have any questions about FCBA, definitely we'll leave a link in the the bio. You can always come and ask me about it. Um, But that is my argument for niching down. I hope that you bought it. You probably did because I'm good at sales and I'm good at selling things. So, but yeah, uh, seriously though, guys, niching down, I really think it's a necessity in 2023. I think it's going to be a necessity moving forward forever in online sales and just digital marketing in general. And uh, I hope that this was a helpful episode for you. Don't forget to check out FCBA as we're uh, enrolling for uh, the program right now. That's going to be fcbaprogram.com. If there's a different type of link, I'll put that in the bio, but Uh, or the description. But yeah, hope this was helpful and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Best Coach Ever podcast. If you love today's episode, do me a favor and share a screenshot of this episode on Instagram story and tag me or go ahead and leave a five-star review for my podcast on iTunes. Both help me out so much in getting my podcast out to new people. Thanks again for hanging out with me today, you guys, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Best Coach Ever podcast.